Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. No Joe tonight. Joe is out hunting pheasants the way the good Lord intended, killing him some birds. So we wish him the best of luck. Hopefully he's having some good eating tonight. And we hope to have him back tomorrow. Bunch of different things to talk about today. Start going through all the news of the last 24 hours to see if there's anything big enough for us to spend a whole hour on. And there's just a ton of of smaller stuff so this is one of those things you don't we don't usually do where we just pick through a bunch of different stories and i figured as good time as any to open up the phone lines 888-441-1121 if you hear any of the stories we're talking about and uh you want to chime in feel free call in 888-441-1121 if we go ahead to my screen southwest airlines had a big protest today and I love this. The woman on her shirt, Foxtrot Juliet Bravo. Foxtrot Juliet Bravo. I think that that is ingenious for a way to protest an airline. Obviously, that is a uh, <laughs> that's FJB. F Joe Biden. That's a it's a very ingenious way, in my opinion, to put it on a shirt. So you go ahead and take that down. Just wanted to show that. I found that very very interesting. We also had Fauci. Fauci, I believe, it was yesterday. Again, I don't know why people keep asking Fauci these questions. Are we going to be allowed to celebrate Christmas? The answer is always was and always will be yes. You have the right to celebrate your holidays, your your holy days. I mean, we're not talking about Juneteenth, a manufactured holiday. We're talking about an actual holy day. It's not up to the government to decide, but for whatever reason, the media, I guess, hoping that eventually he'll say no, they keep asking him this. And he had a little bit of a different answer. Like a week ago, he said, yes, you're free to do whatever you want. Fine. This time, Fauci's answer is that you're allowed to celebrate Christmas as long as you and the people you're celebrating with are all vaccinated. So let's go ahead and play this cut number one. And Dr. Fauci, lastly, we know the best way to keep safe is to be vaccinated. But what are your guidelines for the upcoming holidays? Will you be giving out Halloween candy? What do we do Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the other holidays? Well, Martha, I believe strongly that, it, it, particularly in the vaccinated people, if you're vaccinated and your family members are vaccinated, those who are eligible, and that is obviously very young children and not yet eligible, that you can enjoy the holidays. You can enjoy Halloween, trick-or-treating, and certainly Thanksgiving with your family and Christmas with your families. That's one of the reasons why we emphasize why it's so important to get vaccinated, not only for your own safety, for that of your family, but also for the good of the community to keep the level of infection down. When you do that, there's no reason at all why you can't. If you have the vaccine, you can enjoy your holy days. If you are not vaccinated, I guess the inverse would be you cannot enjoy your holy days. You cannot enjoy Christmas. Notice he never, you never see Fauci or any of these other talking heads, bureaucrats, you never see them come out and proclaim that you have, that Muslims have no right to celebrate Ramadan. You notice they, they never do that, right? You never, you never see them come out and say, well, unless you're vaccinated, you cannot celebrate Eid. Can't do it. You never see that. We've seen we've seen the tyrants go after Jews in New York. We've seen Fauci and tyrants go after Christians, but they don't really go after Muslims. It's one of those hmm moments makes you kind of scratch your beard, scratch your head and wonder. But yeah, so if you're vaccinated, you have the right to celebrate. You have the right to enjoy your holiest of days. Well, if, you're, if your name's Joe Biden, you're not listening to any of this. 
If your name's Joe Biden, you're just apparently waltzing through restaurants with no mask on, flouting, whoa, who needs a mask mandate when you're Joe Biden? So Jen Psaki was asked by Ducey today about the maskless Biden situation where he's walking through a restaurant, not at the table. I mean, we all know it's ridiculous. The idea that you need to wear the mask for 30 seconds as you approach your table can take it off and sit there for 45 minutes, no problem. And then you have to put it back on when you leave. We all know it's bogus, right? But if you're going to be the one imposing the bogus rules on everyone, you have to follow them. Well, Joe Biden couldn't have been bothered yesterday. We played, we showed a picture of it on the morning podcast this morning. But this is how Saki was asked by Ducey, and she gets a little defensive about it. Let's go ahead and play cut number two. Thank you, Jen. Uh, there is a mask requirement inside D.C. restaurants, yet President Biden and the First Lady were not wearing masks while walking around a D.C. restaurant on Saturday. Why? Well, I think what we were referring to is a photo of them walking out of a restaurant after they they had eaten masks in hand where they had not yet put them back on yet. So I would say, of course, uh, there are moments when we all don't put masks back on as quickly as we should. But I don't think we should lose, miss, lose the force through the trees here and that our objective here is to get more people vaccinated, make sure that uh, that schools and companies around the country can put in place requirements to save more lives and keep people safer. Uh, and, you know, not overly focus on moments in time that don't reflect overarching policy. It was not just exiting the restaurant, though. He was walking through the restaurant with no mask on. There is a carve out for uh, people under two or people who are actively eating or drinking. So I'm just curious why the president was doing this. I think I just addressed it, Peter. Okay. I love I love Ducey explaining the carve out. Well, there's a carve out for people who are under the age of two. And there are car there's a carve out for people who are actively in the process of eating and drinking. So we don't want to get all bogged down into these individual moments. Okay, so Joe Biden can flout the rules, no problem. But if any of us were to do it, we would be fined. Got it. That's good to know. It's good to know. What's also good to know is that you can go to the conservative daily store right now and pick up some amazing t-shirts. If we go ahead and go to my screen, Mr. Producer, this is our Freedom Eagle shirt, the Freedom Eagle shirt one of our best sellers on the site right now, available in all of these different colors. And this one's a little bit unique because usually we put up a, a unisex t-shirt, but this one, we also have the women's version. That's right, we have the women's version of the shirt. So if you don't like that bulky feel of the unisex or the men's shirt, pick up your women's t-shirt, Freedom Eagle, today at store.conservative-daily.com and by going to the links in the description. So Joe Biden with no mask, no mask. Jen Psaki also made a little bit of news today when she declared that she welcomes the United States welcomes the competition as it relates to China's missile program. This is kind of this is kind of crazy. So the Chinese last year tested a supersonic missile, a missile that can go very fast, faster than <laughs> the speed of sound by obviously going very high up into the, uh, the atmosphere um, in a low Earth orbit. They can they can accomplish that. The real threat here is that they could launch a nuclear missile and hit the United States so quickly we wouldn't be able to respond either with countermeasures or with our missile defense system because it, it would just be moving so damn quickly. So Jen Psaki was asked about this because all of the Americans who have been like interviewed on this, they, they all obviously anonymously have said that they were shocked that China has this military capability, and it's a big deal. China's ability potentially to hit us before we could hit back, that's a, that's a game changer if it is as accurate as they say it is. Jen Psaki, though, is talking like she's a high school football coach, saying that we welcome the competition. Let's go ahead and play cut number three. Can you comment on reports that China tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile over this summer to the surprise of U.S. officials? Are these accurate, and do these raise concerns about China's nuclear capability? Uh, well, I know General uh, uh, Secretary Austin, I should say, uh, was asked this question this morning and addressed it, uh, but I'm not going to comment on the specific report. I can say and e would echo what he said, which is generally speaking, we've made clear our concern about the military capabilities that the PRC continues to pursue. Uh, and we have been consistent in our approach with China. Uh, we welcome stiff competition, but do we not we don't do not want that competition to veer into conflict, and that is certainly what we convey privately as well. So that stiff competition 
as she's explaining, is China's ability to hit an American city with a nuclear weapon faster than we could stop them, or faster than we could retaliate with our own barrage of missiles. It's a game changer. It's something that the United States has been trying to develop. Maybe we secretly have it. I don't know. But it is a terrifying technology, the weaponization of space. But for her to say we welcome the stiff competition, no, what you need to understand, Jen Psaki, is what China is preparing for are nuclear mushroom clouds over American cities, hundreds of thousands of Americans incinerated instantly. That's the kind of stiff competition you're talking about. This isn't a war game, Jen. This isn't a game. It's not a video game. Them developing the ability to hit American cities, it's not a game. This isn't a high school football game. We, we welcome a stiff competition. Get her out of there. My God. But we don't actually welcome the stiff competition because we are beyond screwed. The wussification of the United States military, the leftist indoctrination of the United States military. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you all saw it over the weekend. There was a general complaining that she can't have a French manicure. And she said, oh, I, wish I, I wish I could have a French manicure. They make me put on an American manicure American American manicure to being in the in uniform. I have to take off my French manicure. Like like that's what they're focused on. It's insanity. It really is. But th this is how you know we are beyond screwed. We don't actually welcome the stiff competition. <laughs> We're not. We are. We are setting the stage for America's defeat if these people aren't dragged out of positions of leadership. So we've all seen the movies where the drill sergeants are, are jogging with the troops and they're, and they're usually shouting a cadence. Usually it's a little bit of a, of a dirty cadence, whatever. It's to get people jo uh, jogging in rhythm, marching in rhythm, and to learn these different um, marches. This, however, is a video of a, a black female uh, drill instructor. And instead of chanting those, those cadences, she is singing a song about Martin Luther King, almost like she's like auditioning for Broadway. Very, very strange. Not what you tend to expect from the United States military, but we're going to play this. Let's play cut four. Remember MLK. Remember MLK. He tried to lead the way. He tried to lead the way. But he was shot one day. But he was shot one day. I mean, <laughs> she has a nice voice, fine. But usually when you're preparing people for war, usually you don't sound like a gospel singer. It doesn't usually, I don't know, it doesn't usually invoke the killer kind of attitude of the American warfighter. Singing about Martin Luther King being shot one early morning, but it's going to be okay. That might be something you sing a, in gospel choir on Sundays. It might be something that you sing in the shower. Maybe you sing it professionally. Maybe she has an album. But that is not that is not an army cadence. That is just not. I, this is what's going on, folks. And you know it's the mass. The mass are, are idiotic. <laughs> it's completely idiotic that they're outside wearing the mass. Yes, one of the commenters says that, that running and jogging while singing is a way to improve lung capacity. Absolutely. Usually not gospel choir songs. Usually not singing about Martin Luther King getting shot. That's usually not what the, the, the drill instructors, the drill sergeants try and hammer into these, these men and women. It's just, it's just so clearly well, the wussification. What's the word for it? Let me know. Call in 888-441- one one two one. What the word is for it? Because I'm stuck on wussification. I guess maybe pussification, depending on on whether you think that's a, a dirty word or not. Wussification. That's what I'm seeing. I don't see us actually rising to the challenge to to meet China. I don't see us actually like welcoming stiff competition. I see that as rolling over. 
N- nothing against the men who are who are marching right there, but if you're marching around singing about how Martin Luther King was shot, but it's going to be okay, I'm sorry, I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting <laughs> a, a great war fighter to come out of that training. Hopefully, hopefully they, I stand corrected. I've just, I've never heard of of men in the army or in the Marines or any of these different um, service branches affixing bayonets charging the enemy and singing about Martin Luther King. I've just never heard of it. Now maybe that's just maybe that's just me for not being well versed <laughs> in the history of of army cadences. I just uh wussification. If you have a better word I want to know 888-441-1121. We're also beyond screwed because Jen Saki says we welcome the stiff challenge of China of China weaponizing space to deliver supersonic nuclear warheads the democrats want to get rid of the space force let's put up image five democrats want to get rid of the space force this was introduced by representative huffman to get rid of the space force that's not a joke so while the democrats say they welcome the stiff competition democrats are also simultaneously trying to get rid of the very service branch that was created to confront the militarization of space and their bill is called No Militarization of Space Act. Now, this bill doesn't bind the Chinese Communist Party. This bill would only bind the United States. So it would ensure that China is the only com- country, probably Russia too, who would be able to actually deliver a nuclear payload from the lower atmosphere. Doesn't really look like they're really welcoming the stiff challenge, does it? If they are quite literally trying to dismantle the very service branch of the United States military that would meet that challenge. But sure, sure, why don't we, why, why, why don't we support mushroom clouds over American cities? That sounds like the real Democrat thing to do. Take it down before I, before I puke. That's real policy, real policy from the Democrats. I mean, it's one thing to say that you don't want space to be militarized. I think it's probably best if it wasn't, but China just did it. They just did it. They launched a nuclear weapon into space and then are able to maneuver it at incredibly fast speeds to strike American cities before we could even stop them. It's the cat's out of the bag. So if you support this legislation, the only thing you're doing is supporting the United States having one hand or two hands tied behind its back so that that we can't defend our people and we cannot retaliate against this kind of aggression. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, st- I don't understand. Apophis saying you don't sing cadence when using the bayonet. No, you don't, but you usually let out a war cry. You usually let out that war cry when you're charging at the enemy with your bayonet. Unfortunately, these men are probably going to be singing about Martin Luther King. It's, it's ingrained into them. It's ingrained into them. A healthy discussion in the comment section about breathing, singing, and running. Very, very interesting. Going to remind everyone, this podcast is sponsored by AirMed Care Network. AirMed Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and yours should any of you have suffered a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital by helicopter. We don't get to choose how we go, right, to the hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. And you would be surprised, shocked to learn just how many people in the suburbs and in cities actually have to be airlifted just because of traffic alone. Well, don't let this bankrupt your family. It was expensive before Biden inflation. It's even worse now. Sign up with Air Med Care Network. It's only going to cost you 85 bucks and that gets you coverage for one year for your entire household. So as, if any of, anyone in your household suffers a medical emergency and you need to be airlifted, you won't pay one cent as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. And don't worry, they fly over 100,000 patients a year. And if you go to the link in our description, you can type in your zip code and they can tell you whether they cover that area. And as a bonus, when you use the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back, free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So Joe Biden got a bit confused. Did anyone, did anyone watch this today? He, there was an event. There was an event, and obviously he was going to give a speech, but there was a part of this event where the band is playing and it's very clear that the band is playing they're playing very very loudly right everyone knows the band's playing let's all watch the band 
for whatever reason, Joe Biden decided to use that opportunity to walk up and to start randomly talking into the microphone. You'll be able to see in this video that his handler, Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, his wife, comes rushing over, comes rushing over to stop him from making a complete fool of himself because he's quite literally just saying sweet nothings into a microphone when no one's even paying attention to him. I saw this, and listen, I've been on the Joe Biden has dementia train a long time. We have a bunch of videos we've put out proving it beyond any doubt. We've had people call in who have have doctors, nurses, women who are nurses in um, the old age homes who have treated people with dementia. They all say the same thing. He's got it. This is one of those moments. So let's play this. Let's play cut six. I tell you what, I would like to learn it. Let's do that. Don't come again. That was very bad. We're going to play it again. We're going to give this a break, a breakdown, a play-by-play breakdown. So while the band is playing and while no one is paying attention to the podium, he walks over and out of nowhere just says, and I would like to learn it. His wife comes rushing in and says, hey, look at me. Look at me. He sees her. I guess she motions him or something, and he backs away and just kind of puts his head down. I want to play this again. Because I tell you what, I would like to learn it. Let's do that. Don't come again. Look at me. Look at me. I mean, have we have we ever seen a president of the United States just accidentally wander up to a microphone and start talking gibberish about whatever he had on his mind at that given moment? Have we ever experienced that? I've never seen that. I have the first lady rush over and says, look at me, look at me. Makes eye contact and backs away. This man is woefully unfit. Every time it just gets worse and worse and worse. And and yeah, sure, the headline, the title for this is more lies from Biden. We're going to get into some of the lies that he told. But this is, this is a doozy. Accidentally wandering up to a podium. And just talk about whatever he has on his mind. Well, I'd like to learn that. Look at me. Look at me. I can't. I, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dogley says, I heard Jill say, look at me. Look at me. Like she's talking to a two-year-old. Exactly. Exactly. That is what just happened there. Play it one more time. Play it one more time. I tell you what, I would like to learn it. Let's do that. Don't come again. Yeah, yeah, you feel bad for him, but realize he's running the country. And it's it's not his it, it, it's not his handlers who are doing it. His handlers are on vacation. Every crisis, the person who's supposed to be running it happens to be on vacation. Buttigieg, I'm not even going to get into whether Buttigieg has the right to have a kid and have paternity. I wish I could have spent more time at home with my sons. Um, I, I was I was very lucky, and, and my second son was born during the pandemic, so I was able to spend a ton of time at home with him. Max Jr., I got to spend a lot of time, but I wish I could have spent more, so I don't hold it against anyone to want to spend time with their kids, but you can't be a cabinet secretary and take two months off. He was on the job for six months, and then he took two months off. You can't do that. And it happens just coincide with the complete like destruction of our supply chain. You can't do it. So no, Joe Biden is calling the shots because his deputies, his his secretaries, his undersecretaries, they're MIA. They're completely MIA. And to see the president of the United States randomly walk up to a microphone and and just start talking about whatever's on his mind and have his wife have to come in and like a two-year-old say, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's wrong. It really is wrong. It's not funny anymore. I mean, in the beginning, it was kind of funny, his gaffes. Like, you understood what was going on, but it was kind of funny that he was pretending he had it all there. There's nothing funny about this. Nothing funny about it.
So he also lied, flagrantly lied, and claimed that he was involved in the civil rights movement. This is a lie that has been debunked over and over and over again, but he keeps telling it because he gets away with it. Let's go ahead and play cut seven. And they looked at me and said, Joe, you should run. I said, but I, I, I'm, I feel strongly about all these issues, but I got involved in the civil rights movement and the war. I, I, he said, Joe, you should do it. Got involved in the civil rights movement and said, Joe, you should do it. Here's the problem. You know how people say this Joe Biden isn't the old Joe Biden? It's like a body double or stunt double. I don't know if I buy that, but he definitely has different eyes. He definitely has a different facial structure. That is, for, that is for sure. But old Joe Biden, not like old now, like how he's old, but in the past, Joe Biden, remember when Joe Biden had that, that big scandal when he was running for president, what was it, in the 70s, 80s, and he got caught plagiarizing, which he still does it, right? But the media doesn't actually hold him accountable for that. He got caught plagiarizing. He had to basically bow out of the presidential race. He had to bow out. Well, back then, he admitted, he admitted that he was not a part of the civil rights movement. And we have the tape. Let's go ahead and play cut number eight. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved. I was involved in what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. I was a suburbanite kid who got a dose of exposure to what was happening to black Americans. When I, in my own city, worked there, one of the only white employee as the only white lifeguard in this the 13 or 14 lifeguards, to find out that many of these guys lived in that city their whole life, a small city, and never knew a white man. It was a revolution. <laughs> so <laughs> he admits that he had nothing to do with the civil rights movement, right? And remember when he, when he says he was on an all-black swimming pool? That's when he said, yeah, there was this corn pop, and corn pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Remember that story? That's he's talking about that time at the, at the swim club, corn pop. So how do you go from admitting that you had concerns about the civil rights movement when you're talking 1987, 88, somewhere around there, to now today, Saying, oh, no, I was involved in the civil rights movement. He's just, he's just full of crap. He's completely full of crap. But he gets away with it. He gets away with it and realized that the mainstream media outlets that were counting Donald Trump's lies, remember when, when he would go out and say, oh, it looks like it's going to be a good day today. And, and then they, they come and say, fact check, weather report says 50% chance of rain. Trump lied. And they count all the lies. So, oh, he told 50,000 lies. Just completely bogus numbers. They shut down their lie counters for Biden. They're not counting Biden's lies anymore. They're just letting it go. Why? Because they are in the tank for Biden. Why would they, why would they count his lies? So Joe Biden said this the other day too. And this was weird. Let's talk about Chris Dodd. He's up, he's up, in, he's up in Connecticut. If anyone knows anything about Chris Dodd, he's been alleged alleged to have been involved with a sexual assault. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, Chris Dodd allegedly was a party to a sexual assault of a waitress. And Joe Biden, during this event, for whatever reason, just decided out of the blue to say that Chris Dodd looks like someone who would treat waitstaff well. I, I, I kid you not. This is, this is a, a assault from 1985, as you can see on the screen, where he allegedly did it with Ted Kennedy. Birds of a feather, right? And Biden, unprovoked, just declares that the man accused of sexually assaulting a waitress would be would be really well behaved with waitstaff. Let's go ahead and take down my screen and let's play this cut. This is cut number nine. Saw up close how he fought for human rights and human dignity in the Senate. Do you know my measure, Madam Ambassador, Ambassador Kennedy? You know what my measure is? People who tell me they care about people and then disrespect a waitress or a waiter. People who tell me they care about how, in fact, people are entitled to be treated with dignity and walk by someone at a shoe side stand and suddenly say hello. People who do not 
do the just simply decent things for ordinary people. That's the real measure. I've never seen Chris, figuratively or speaking, walk by anybody. So the real measure of how decent a person is, is how they treat the wait staff. And Chris Dodd is one of those excellent people. Oh, oops, actually, no, he is credibly accused of sexually assaulting a waitress with Ted Kennedy in the 1980s. Oops. It's just, why would you make that comparison? Like, if you know the guy sexually assaulted a waitress, why would you say he looks like someone who treats waitresses well? It just, it just seems crazy. It just seems absolutely crazy. Before we get done with Joe Biden, at that Connecticut event, he said a lot of weird crap. Joe Biden said a lot of weird crap, and I have compiled them. Rather than go to one cut, two cut, three cut, four cut, I've put all four of these cuts together. So you can see the, the gibberish, the made-up words, the whispering, the shouting. When I was in like choir courses in school, they always said, okay, make sure that you start off small, piano, pianissimo, right? So you can build a volume into fortissimo. You have to have a good range. If everything's loud, there's no room for growth. So Joe Biden obviously took choir in school because he understands setting the stage to make sure that there's room for growth in your volume. But the first bit, and you're going to see this, he talks about the chance gender movement. Yeah, that's what he says, the chance gender movement. Let's play it, and Mr. Producer, I'm going to have you pause it right after that so and then replay it. Let's go ahead and play this, uh, the cut that I sent over to you. Overturning the ban on transgender individuals serving openly. Overturning the ban on transgender individuals. Let's play it again. In the next one, you're going to see Joe Biden having a hard time pronouncing the word Nazi. I mean, he, he accuses everyone of being a Nazi. You'd think he'd be able to pronounce it, but he can't. So transgender individual, and then he butchers the word Nazi. Let's go ahead and play that back from the beginning. Overturning the ban on transgender individuals serving openly. The depravity and the crimes against humanity that the Nazi regime committed. Silence, as my dad would remind me, silence is complicity. Silence is complicity. That's what Nuremberg said. Your silence is complicity. I wanted them to see the ability of the human mind to rationalize. Who is he yelling at? Who is he shouting at? I mean, he, he, he excellent growth there, Joe. You, you get him with the whispers. And then you get really loud and you get pissed off, but you're shouting at no one because we know what his, what his audience is like. They're probably all sitting inside of little circles. Pronounced Nazi calls it the transgender movement. Something seriously wrong. Seriously wrong. But what you know about the Democrats is you don't get much better when you talk to a Democrat who can actually articulate their thoughts. For example, Mayor Beetlejuice, our friend, friend of the show, not really. Mayor Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot. I get I get in trouble for calling her Mayor Beetlejuice. The same outlets that go after Joe claim that I don't like black people. That has nothing to do with that. I just think that she has a striking resemblance to the character of Beetlejuice. It has nothing to do with her race. Nothing at all to do with her race. That pisses me off. I think it has everything to do with the fact that she actually looks like Beetlejuice. If you go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, I think that the resemblance is truly uncanny. Go ahead and put up my screen, Zach. Put it on my screen for Mayor Beetlejuice. Don't leave me hanging. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to set up the punchline. There we go. There we go, Mayor Beetlejuice. Has nothing to do with race. Nothing to do with race whatsoever. Unfair. But Mayor Beetlejuice obviously can put a sentence together. It tends to be a racist screed, but she can put a sentence together. Go ahead, put down my screen. And today she put down a sentence, put a sentence together proclaiming 
that the Chicago Police Union for resisting the mandatory vaccination policy are staging an insurrection. Yeah, this is how you know she doesn't actually know what the word insurrection means. And, and granted, it has been bastardized so much over the past half a year, almost over the past 10 months. The term has been so bastardized that it really doesn't mean what it's supposed to mean anymore. It just means when, a, when conservatives do conservative things. But this is a clip of Mayor Beetlejuice. Mayor Beetlejuice accusing the police of insurrection for not wanting to be forcibly injected with the vaccine. Let's play cut 10 else who's not here since it was short notice on the questions um i guess the big question is why legal action but can i also put it this way mm -hmm. um there is a different tone from cps from pedro martinez he was asked you know what's going to happen to those who don't have their vaccines and he said the other day we're going to work with them we're going to talk to them we're going to make sure what try to understand what's going on so why a different tone for cps than the police well, I don't think there is a different tone for one versus the other. <clears throat> um, CEO uh, Martinez has indicated that, and again, in agreement with the union, so that is one circumstantial difference, uh, that every adult in the system has to be vaccinated. And that agreement was reached months ago, um, and they've been working very hard to execute um, on that agreement, a reach with um, all the collective bargaining agencies uh, that employ uh, folks at, at uh, CPS. So it's a, a very different set of circumstances, and I think he believes it's going to be a very small uh, group um, that uh, remains um, either unvaccinated or not signing up. And so he understands, though, that accountability is important, as do we. So you asked the question of why the lawsuit. Um, because we believe that the FOP leadership is trying to foment an illegal work stop at the strike, pure and simple. We've laid that out in the materials, um, and we're not just we're not having that. The, the contract is clear and it's been known for a long time. Uh, the police unions are not authorized to strike. It's in their collective bargaining agreement, and it's a matter of state law. What we've seen from uh, the fraternal order of police, and particularly the leadership, is a lot of misinformation, a lot of half-truths, and frankly, flat-out lies in order to induce an insurrection. Um, and we're not having it. Mm. And so we want to make it very, very clear mm. um, that the law is on our side. <clears throat> we feel very confident about it. And what he, what he said, even mm. after uh, what I heard, I that he said, even after um, the lawsuit was filed and we notified. So I want to apologize to Michael Keaton because it's not very nice to say that Lori Lightfoot looks like him. Go ahead. Go back to my screen. She does look like Beetlejuice, but that is not a dig on Michael Keaton at all. And in fairness... Lori Lightfoot does also look like another character from the movie Beetlejuice. She looks like the guy with the shrunken head a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So maybe maybe it's, maybe it's we got this all wrong. Maybe she's not actually Beetlejuice. Maybe she's other parts of the cast of characters. But to say that it is an illegal work stoppage for police to say, I don't want you to inject something into my body with no recourse, without you shouldering any of the risk. Right, without you shouldering any of the liability, without giving me anything beneficial in return, I don't want to do it. She says that's an illegal work stoppage. It's funny how against unions, Democrats are when the unions don't want to do Democrat things. It really is. It really is crazy. So obviously, we got it's, it's a big deal. If the police strike, then that that's huge. Right. If, especially for Chicago, where you've got dozens of people being shot every weekend. And that's even an understatement of how many people get shot. You can't just have the police walk away. And that's what I think Lightfoot understands. She wants to defund the police, but at the prospect of of losing about half of them, she's like, oh, no, no, we can't do that. Can't do that. We want you to work without getting paid while we inject things into your body. That those are the terms. Well, she can go. She can shove it. You're going to see a lot of chaos. And listen, we, we don't have any gun sponsorships right now, but I would tell you, this is probably going to get worse before it gets better. I highly recommend if you are legally allowed to own a gun and you do not already have one, I highly recommend that you buy one. It's going to get, it's going to get bad. It's going to get, things are going to get weird. You, you cannot fire half the police force without emboldening crime criminals. You can't, it can't happen, right? 
they're there standing on the thin blue line. What happens when you take those guardians off of the thin blue line? What are, what are the evildoers? What do the criminals do? They, they walk right across it. There's no one there guarding the line. So I highly recommend that you get a firearm if you haven't already. If you haven't already, get a firearm, get training, learn how to use it. Because having a gun and not knowing how to use it doesn't really give you anything. Right? You need to actually know how to do it. So I highly recommend that you do that if you haven't already. One last clip before we start getting to a couple other memes and, and, and screenshots I found. It's not often that you find CNN get completely owned by one of their guests. Usually they, they vet the guests. They, they let the guests on knowing exactly what they're going to say. But every now and then, someone slips through. Every now and then, they accidentally let a conservative through who is then given a bunch of airtime to speak the truth. Doesn't happen often, but when it does, I always like to cover it. I want to play this clip from CNN where a little bit of truth actually got through the censors. Let's go ahead and play cut number 11. You write, there are tens of millions of Americans who aren't on the hard left or the hard right who feel the world has gone mad. So in what ways has the world gone mad? Well, you know, when you have the chief reporter on the beat of COVID for the New York Times talking about how questioning or pursuing the question of the lab leak is racist, the world has gone mad. When you're not able to say out loud and in public that there are differences between men and women, the world has gone mad. When we're not allowed to acknowledge that rioting is rioting and it is bad, and that silence is not violence, but violence is violence, the world has gone mad. When we're not able to say that Hunter Biden's laptop is a story worth pursuing, the world has gone mad. When in the name of progress, young school children, as young as kindergarten, are being separated in public schools because of their race, and that is called progress rather than segregation, the world has gone mad. There mm. are dozens of examples that I could share with, with you and with and your you viewers. And you often say, you say everyone aloud. Everyone sort of knows this. And you say we're not allowed, we're not able. Between... Who's the people stopping the conversation? Who are they? Um, people that work at networks, <laughs> frankly, like the one I'm speaking on right now, who try and claim that you know, it was it was racist to investigate the lab leak theory. It was. But I mean, who let's said just that take at an CNN? Example. But I'm just saying that when you say aloud, I just think it's a provocative thing you say. You say you say we're not allowed to talk about these things, but they're all over the internet. Well, what, I can Google them. Brian, I can find them everywhere. I've heard about every story you mentioned. So I'm just suggesting, of course, people are allowed to cover whatever they want to cover. But you and I both know, and it would be delusional to claim otherwise, that touching your finger to an increasing number of subjects that have been deemed third rail by the mm. mainstream institutions and increasingly by some of the tech companies will lead to reputational damage, perhaps you losing your job, um, your children sometimes being demonized as well. And so what happens is a kind of mm. internal self-censorship. This mm. is something that I saw over and over again when I was at the New York Times. Fabulous. Fabulous. You don't get that level of truth on CNN often. Obviously, Stelters, and what do you mean? We didn't do that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you absolutely did. Going to take a moment to remind you that this podcast is also sponsored by the new documentary series coming out called The Reawakening. Make sure that you go and use the promo code in our description, CD21, Charlie Delta 21. You're going to get 10% off. You're going to get entered into a running for backstage passes at one of the Reawakening America uh, tour events. Also, going to get entered into a chance to meet General Flynn. $1,000 value entered in to win that. So rather than me explain what it is, we're going to play a little trailer for the video. Let's go ahead and play that right now. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But at least 5,000. They will not allow us within 30 to 100 feet. We did not have race riots in our city last year. That's just wrong. Our nation right now is on the verge of either going one direction or another. What is the most precious thing to this United States of America? 
I believe America is supposed to be that shining city on the hill, the beacon of freedom. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Even though I grew up behind the Iron Curtain, I've never seen the level of propaganda that I see right now. Largely peaceful demonstrations. They're fighting this information war, trying to discover the truth. They're calling what's good evil and what's evil good. Different is special. Black people are being told that they can never achieve anything. What is the most precious commodity that this nation has? Our Constitution is being frayed, and in some places it's being torn to shreds. The Constitution of the United States, upon which all of this is based, prohibits you from doing that. This document is just beyond man. The people are becoming aware of the truth. I believe we're in the greatest revival in history. So you're going to want to make sure you, you go to the link in our description, use promo code CD21. You're going to want to pre-order Reawakening, the new docuseries coming out November 15th, 2021. Again, when you use promo code CD21 to pre-order it, you'll get 10% off entered into a, a, a running to get free backstage passes at one of the Reawaken America tour events and also entered into a chance to meet General Michael Flynn. Do not miss out on this. Check it out. Pre-order using promo code CD21. Want to go through a, a few things before we um, we run out of time today. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Mentioned earlier that Colin Powell died of, of COVID. Well, they are changing that narrative a little bit. Now he's dying of COVID amid a cancer battle. I'm not sure what that means. I guess they're saying both of it killed him. But they're, they're already starting to change that narrative a little bit. So obviously, obviously, <laughs> pay attention to that. Sorry, people in the uh, in the DLive comment section are asking where they can go to pre-order Reawakening. I'm adding that link there right now. Um, so yeah, so they're already starting to change it a little bit because you had some people coming out and, say, and prominent reporters starting to say that, oh, well, this obviously throws huge doubt into the efficacy of the vaccine long-term. They were forced to delete all of their tweets, delete their posts. No, you can't argue that. You can't doubt that. We're just being led to believe that this double vaccinated man just died of COVID. Now, obviously, if he was in the middle of a cancer fight, then he has a he has a, a really hurt immune system. Things like this can happen. But it's very interesting, the changing narrative taking place in all of that. Okay, I put my screen back up. You never saw this during Trump's America. You never saw Dunkin Donuts having to apologize because due to supply chain issues, they do not have donuts. Think about that. Think about how bad the supply chain has to be for Dunkin' Donuts to run out of donuts. Pretty damn bad. Pretty damn bad. But that this is a real picture from a couple of days ago out of Dunkin' Donuts. They couldn't make any donuts because of the supply chain. This one was a great one. Mayor Pete, we're not going to play it, but Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Boot Edge Edge, proclaimed that, yeah, supply chain disruptions will continue because demand is up because the president has successfully guided this economy out of the teeth of a terrifying recession. Spoke a little too soon, Boot Edge Edge. Now, it's understandable. He's been on vacation for the last two months. Hasn't really been keeping up. The definition of a recession, one of them, is negative economic growth for two quarters in a row. And based on lots of different analyses, economists are starting to conclude that, yes, we are on the precipice of another recession. Joe Biden did not drag us out of the grip, out of the teeth of a recession. We are about to enter one right now. So spook, spoke a little bit too soon, boot edge edge. A little, almost had it there. This one, crazy. This has been shared everywhere. So apparently Fairfax in Virginia have changed their system and they're going to be deliberately reporting their ballots even later than previous. So you remember last uh, last election, Fairfax came in super late, super late, and it flipped Virginia. Virginia looked like it was going to go red. All of a sudden, Fairfax comes in out of nowhere, adds all these blue votes and up, oh, up, oh, sorry, you almost had it, but now we just, we just dumped a quarter of a million Democrat votes. Sorry. Well, now Fairfax is going to be reporting even later in the evening. 
And already you're seeing media personalities saying Youngkin will be ahead, obviously, until that happens. Until that happens. Other news, um, go back to my screen. Antarctica, the last six months were the coldest on record in Antarctica. Now, don't start thinking what I know you're thinking because the talking heads, the so-called expert scientists already have a rebuttal. Antarctica's coldest winter on record doesn't disprove global warming. Doesn't. It doesn't. You see, it, it could be the coldest ever and still be getting hotter. Doesn't. Don't even think like that. Isn't it crazy they even have to write that headline? Well, no, it makes you wonder. How can all the ice be melting if it's also the coldest ever? Well, I don't know about that. We're going to take that down. So obviously Joe isn't here today, um, but uh, in, you, he usually does this. But I do want to remind everyone that this podcast is brought to you by MyPillow. Our friends at MyPillow, Mike Lindell, great American patriots. And when you go there and use promo code CD21, you're going to get up to 66% off. Up to 66% off on your order. It's incredible. So go to the link in our description. Use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21. You're going to get the best possible discount that you can at the site. Great Christmas presents for your family and friends. And, oh, they're not going to get stuck on a container ship in the Pacific. I can promise you that. Take that down. Also, before we go, got to remind everyone, this podcast is also sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Our friends at Liberty Cigars, they are a Patriot-owned company the way it should be. And when you go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, they're going to give you a hell of a deal. When you order more than $76, they're going to throw in an extra free cigar. The Benedict Arnold cigar. See, their whole deal is history-themed cigars. So every cigar is named after a president, a founding father. It helps you, obviously, they're good smokes, but also it's it's a little bit of a history lesson. So again, if you put that up, when you go to libertycigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, you're going to get a free Benedict Arnold cigar. That's the perfect giveaway for your leftist traders, friends, or just anyone, because it's going to be a good smoke. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Hopefully, Joe will be back tomorrow. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to talk about. But until then, make sure you subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. That's very, very important. You can find all those links in the description. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, all different places you can find us. Please do subscribe to the audio version. Advertisers don't care about how many video views we have they care about audio downloads so the way you can help us reach those numbers is by subscribing setting it up to auto download and giving us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, especially we go live 11 a.m and, and 7 p.m eastern time on weekdays make sure you tune in for that and if you forget or you just want a little bit of a reminder text the word freedom to 89517 and you'll get added to our text alert system before we go to air get a text in your in your phone's inbox letting you know what we're talking about that day and the links for how you can watch it and also, if you haven't already, please do also go to join.conservative-daily.com or the link in the description to sign up for our email newsletter. Very, very important. That's how you get all of our email alerts, our fax blast alerts, and how we get past the big tech censorship. So that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.